guys down in the dms we're back you're welcome uh it's february 13th podcast time um hopefully this gets out at a normal time you never know with us but uh if it is happy wednesday folks it's hump day we're happy through the week disclaimer disclaimer jack pitney is in studio jack pitney's in studio so there may be a few rustle sounds a chime in maybe we'll see We'll he see. always he always adds to if the show. If there's a large crash in the background, just know that Jack Pitney is solely responsible. Solely responsible. Um, let's jump into the show. Peaks and valleys. My valley this week is um, yesterday morning. I went to well, I got back from Nashville on Sunday. I took I had some frozen chicken breast in the freezer. Took it out of the freezer, put it in the fridge. I was like, bet tomorrow for lunch I'll have some chicken, some grilled chicken, some chicken breast. Dank. Perfect. Nice. Wake up the next morning, wake up Monday morning, um, <clears throat> go to open the fridge, do my stuff. I'm like, all right, I got class at, I got class at four o'clock. I'll eat at two, ready to go. I pulled out the chicken out of the freezer or out of the fridge and it was still frozen. It hadn't oh. thawed completely. And that was a huge letdown. Wow. Cause then it's I had to audible on the fly and make like just a regular old ham and cheese sandwich, which was not as nearly as enjoyable as grilled chicken would have been. So it's true. That was an absolute valley. I had to take it out. I put it, I put it back in the fridge. I was like, whatever, I'll have it for dinner. Came home for dinner, and I was like, I'll put it on the counter for a little bit. Put it on the counter. Cooked it up, had it for dinner. Delicious. Had some of the, the white sauce, the yum-yum sauce from Ooh. grilled tea. Had some rice. I'm still learning how to cook rice. It rice seems, is like low-key tricky. It seems like it should be easy, but it's not. It's not easy, because you might overboil it, and then it becomes really sticky, and then or you could underdo it, and then it's just kind of crunchy a little bit, and it's just like... Also, the measuring part of rice is hard. It's kind of like grits. It's bad. No, it's it's they expand. It's, rice is expanding. Yeah. So this is a fine I mean, I'm, line. I'm not trying to brag. Yes, but I made some teriyaki chicken for Ooh. lunch and it marinated in the teriyaki sauce all night. Wow! And it was you're like a real ass adult. It was fuego. Fantastic. What was your valley this week? Then? My valley this week was today. I woke up early and studied all day for a test and got to the test and it was fucking hard. What was the test on? It was for my MGSC 495 Apex CPIM certification class. Oh, that sounds like it's a very easy class that you can study for in a day and get a good grade on. Well, I mean, like, I put in probably, like, a good, like, six hours of studying. Yeah. Which is, like, what I would have done if I studied yesterday and today. True. So. What what did you miss on? Like, what were the... Well, like... It was just... Do you know what you did? Do you know, do you know what you missed? Or was it just like, even if you had like... No, it was it was more like, it was just unnecessarily hard. I hate those tests. Yeah. I hate that. We talked about this on the way back from wherever we were going. I forget when we were talking about this, but teachers should just 
give you the study guide and be like, this is what you need to know for the test, for your life. This is what's going to be on the test. Know it. Instead of just being like, hey, maybe you'll need to know this. Like the random bits of information that they include, irrelevant. Don't matter. Won't help you in your life. But like they try and make you stud- like overstudy and study more things so- in the hopes that you'll gain Retain more vast knowledge. But that's just like the opposite that's not of what true. We do. That's not what you do. You, you learn less. You don't go as deep into things. You just like try to remember acronyms and you try to remember short tricks. Like it's not. It's I not know. Good. I know all of the states and all of their capitals because it was definite and I memorized yeah. all of them and now I know mm-hmm. them for life. Now you know them for life. If you're trying to like teach me some conceptual shit, like give me the conceptual shit and I will learn it. Yeah. But don't like try and make me do things based off the conceptual shit. Tell like, me what I need to know and I'll learn it. Don't give me lots of stuff to know and then say, like, you'll need to know some of it. Right. It's, like, annoying. It's, like, just most important things, 100 questions, 100 most important things that you need to know. Bang. I'll learn them. I'll know them for the rest of my life. What's the name of your high school teacher that listens to this? Miss Hall. Miss Hall, please. She's an English teacher, though, so she doesn't... Oh, yeah, that's kind of different. Yeah, I don't really do that type of stuff. Thank you for your service, Miss Hall. I'm sorry that I curse more often than Ben does. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to help that out. Um, peak this week. Peak of the week? I was very sick. Um... Well, not very sick, but I was sick, stuffed up, um, as you guys noticed in the last episode. And um, yesterday morning was the first day I sat up on my balcony, and I just, like, blew out as much as I could out of my nose, and I finally got my nose cleared. Ew, like, off the balcony? Oh, yeah. Like, off the side. There's bushes on the left side. Uh, okay, that that's gross, but... But, I mean, I had a paper towel. Like, I was wiping the paper towel, but I was, like, I wasn't trying to get it all over my... snot rocketing? Yeah, but nothing... It was all stuck together, because it was so thick and mucusy and gross. Oh, yeah. So... But I finally got my nose clear for the first time in like a week. And that was an incredible moment. You sound much better. I can breathe. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. Now our voices sound the same again. Or do they? You decide. You decide. Um, Your peak. My peak of the week is I had a great weekend. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I had fun. So for our first segment, let's recap the weekend. Recap the weekend. Um, We got up nice and early on Friday morning. Too early. Too early, some would say. I'm not afraid to admit that. Uh, I was still drunk. And it was dark out. It's dark out. It was still AF. dark outside, and I rolled out of bed and managed to stumble into Ian's car and leave my glasses here. That's right. You did leave your glasses here. The things that I need to see. Yeah. The world. That I did not tough. have them. So we then sat on a bus for eight hours, um, which was which is not the best thing. You can't really sleep on a bus. Yeah, that's like it's such a small tough. bus. I, I'm not a bit, big. I'm like I'm not very good at sleeping. We're big up. people. You and I are big people, so it's more difficult for us to sleep. Like, Dave is a smaller guy, so he can fit in a seat, two, a two-by-two okay, seat. Okay, I'm not trying to out Dave. I'm really not. But here's what happened with Dave and why he was so able to sleep on the bus. Dave was Dave was also aggressively hungover. Violently hungover. More so than me. Yes. And he was trying to make his way to the to the toilet, to the back of the, ba- to the, back of the bus to throw up. And we all, like, had our legs, like... Across the aisle Across and stuff. the aisle, because we're all sleeping. So he had to crawl under somebody's legs, and while he was crawling under somebody's legs, he just passed out. He just he, was like, no, it's not worth it. Fell asleep in the middle of the aisle. the wet. It wasn't cold. wet. Oh, it was It was wet. nice and warm. No, it was wet. Oh, was it wet? Yeah. I swear I slept wasn't wet. Because, like, my, like the, my socks got wet several times. My socks got wet from something. I spilled some water. But, like, I can't... That has to be, like, top five worst feelings ever. Like, waking up still hungover... With your face stuck to the floor of we a, need a pillow. Wet I gave him a pillow to, to at least alleviate some like of how, this. How terrible do you think I don't know, felt? but that bus ride sucked. And we got to Nashville. We had to play hockey. We lost to Auburn. 
Charlie, we got there and they were, it was really fantastically run. I mean, for what it was, yeah. it shouts was like... Shouts to the SEHC. Shouts to the SECHC and Justin Bradford, the commissioner. Um, they put on a great event for us. Media passes the whole nine. It was legit. Okay, um, well, I, I didn't have a media pass. No, you didn't. But then At we first. got there and I was like, yo, Charles, bet you can't get yourself a media pass. And so if any of you guys know me personally, you know that there's quite literally... No situation that I cannot talk my way into or out of. So I was yeah. like, Ben, you know that I'm going to get a media pass. It was very easy. I walked right up to the media the media desk and I was like, hey, uh, my name's Charlie Miller. Can I get my pass? And they're like, oh, your, your name's not on the list here. And I was like, oh, yeah, like last second edition. She's like, oh, okay, so I'll check the list. And I was like, oh, fuck. Not gonna be she had there. like an updated list. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, still not seeing her name. And I was like, I mean, like I talked to the guy. Like he said I was straight. She's like who i was like oh like you know like i don't i forget his name but like he's kind of like he's kind of like this and i started moving my hands back up and forth from like anywhere from like five foot five to like six five doing the height thing doing the height thing like she's like oh yeah i know exactly what you're talking about like that's justin i was like oh yeah justin that he told me she's like all right you're good here's your pass here's your pass which allowed me all access to I mean, there wasn't much access everything you got the spread upstairs you didn't even get me apparently there was a full media spread upstairs and Charlie I mean, you had to play Miller. A hockey game. Charlie Miller. I wasn't just about to give you a full Chipotle. What about for spread. after? What about for after? No, you didn't ask. I we mean, were going to dinner. Didn't want to spoil your. That's dinner. true. I would have loved it. I still would have loved it. But um, so yeah, we lost both games. Um, what can you do? We scored. We the second game, the consolation game, well, the fifth place about, game. Let's talk about uh, Friday night. Friday night, we went to dinner with my family. Yeah, we went with the Murrays, my mom, my dad, Charlie, and I. We went to. Get Nashville hot chicken, which was so good. So good. It's amazing. Um, if you've never had it, it's like... It's a delicacy. It's not barbecue, and it's not hot sauce. It's a little bit it's of a like combo. It's like a beautiful mix of both. But it's like, it's what you're imagining isn't it. It's not a combo of buffalo and hot sauce. It's like some of the 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 components of a barbecue sauce and some of the components of the peppers and stuff of a hot sauce. And then it's very, very good. It's very spicy, though. Go to Nashville. Get you some hot chicken. Oh, it's my God. It's a staple. Hot chicken, pickles, little ranch. Game over. Game over. Game it was over. So good. Game over. And we went back and passed out immediately. We well, went to bed like at like ten o'clock. Time zones A. We were in the central time zone, so ten o'clock meant eleven o'clock, and we got up at six thirty a.m. So we couldn't. We've been up. I had been up for. <coughs> Ooh, like math. Fifteen hours. Fifteen hours. Played a hockey game. Run on the bus. General just tired. Got up the next day. Um, add some time to kill. Went to Hooters. It was bad. Food was bad. You ordered the wrong thing. No, I ordered the right thing. I had, I enjoyed the, my food. Okay. Yeah. So did I. I enjoyed my food. I got a chicken melt. It was delicious, but some people got wings and the wings were bad. Yeah. They, they were, were horrible. It wasn't good. So that was, that was an L. Went back, played hockey game, went to play, actually the, uh, National Women's Hockey League yeah. had their all-star skills competition. Like, right before we played against Florida. Which, like, we walk in, and it's, like, the classic, like, would you rather find $5 on the ground or your yeah. local WNBA team win a championship? It was like that. It was and like that. Where we like, were like, whoa. The, their, their national all-star game was being played in a practice facility for an NHL team. It was weird. It was, it was, it was interesting. We were like, whoa, like, this is kind of, the, the, the uniforms are nasty. They were sick. Um, a couple of the guys got pictures with the girl, Kendall Coyne, who was... Uh, I got to meet Kendall Coyne. Who, fastest skater. Yeah, she's like 
literally as fast as Connor McDavid, Ridiculous which is fast. so sick. I'm sure you guys saw the video. She's I think also I very it. short too. Yeah, she's like five. Three. They were all pretty short. Amanda Kessel's also really short. Yeah, but it was weird. It was like, oh, like we're having this whole tournament, and then it was like, by the way, also as the. Which, like, again, shouts to the people running that Yeah, I mean, it was seamless. Event. There was, like, no conflicts that it was just, like, boom, bam. It was, I mean, as a player, there was no, no, no. Yeah, no, that was crazy. It was nice. It was, it was just, like, kind of crowded in the hallways and stuff because they were signing autographs. But. Yeah, and then we played Florida. Um, went down 6 nothing in the f- second period and came back to Scored tie five it. five unanswered. Came back to tie it 7-7, seven to seven, then lost the game 8-10. to 10. We had uh, 69 shots. And we let up 31 shots. And that was like the most unbelievable game of hockey I've ever seen. Yeah, I had two goals. Not a big deal. Um, you sallied with your dad, which was like so wholesome. You know what? We just we just do what we got to do um, to get the win all around. So, And then we sang karaoke on the bus ride and We home. did some karaoke. It was great. We stopped at five guys for like an hour. For no reason. No reason. Got home, played Apex, you know, so we're lit. We had a good weekend. Had a great weekend. Um... Shouts to the hockey team Shouts again at Cock Hockey on Twitter. Very fun. You see Georgia Tech tweeted at us and they were like, "Hey, you guys have a pretty fire Twitter account, but how do you play on the ice?" Yeah, like nice burn. Like what? Nerds. Thanks. Next school Thanks. sucks. Yeah, not fun. Wait, fuck Georgia Tech. We are on record as being anti fuck Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech beta, especially the beta house. Um, let's jump into the podcast. Are we gonna do your odd thing that you do to start? Sure. Okay. Um, so we all know I have weird shit that I do. Apparently Charlie does too. Charlie, what's the weird shit you do? Um. So, when I park my car, like, most of the time, I will sit in my car, and my parked car turned off for, like, 15 minutes, like, minimum. Either, like, listening to a podcast, listening to music, like, scrolling through Twitter. I'm just, like, too lazy to, like, get out of my car and walk the, what is it, 30 feet to my apartment? Yeah, yeah. That's not something I do. I do that in my driveway at home. I do that, like, before I go into, like, a restaurant or a store or something like that, like, Pretty much every time, I just, like, if I'm alone, I'll just sit in my car and do nothing because I'm too lazy to get up. I will usually, I'll do that once in a while if I have, like, a, a text or something or something I have to respond to, like, immediately. I'll usually do it, but for the most part, I'm, I'll walk and do that. Like, my car has, like, a 15-minute timer where, like, if you haven't gotten out of the car yet, like, the electronics will continue to work for 15 minutes. Yeah. And then after that 15 minutes is up, like, it it'll up. shut you off. And then it's like, ah, fuck, I've been in here for so long. Now I gotta get out of my car. Now I'm gonna get out. Yeah, so spending time scrolling through Twitter. Also, I'm just going to add this because this isn't a very good segment, but I'm also con- compulsively clean. Yeah, we like, noticed that. We talked, you, you probably noticed it last year, like when I would get really annoyed at all of you for like making a mess general stuff. in my room. But you haven't been compulsively clean for a while, so I'm glad you're becoming compulsively clean again. Well, I've always been compulsively clean, not necessarily compulsively neat in my own apartment. True, yeah. But we, I went like to, I do I do keep this place like in ship shape. Like sometimes I'll have stuff strewn about. When uh when Jack Pitney comes over, we'll yeah, have usually when Jack Pitney comes out like and cans and assorted random, cups, random stuff. <laughs> I came home yesterday and like there was like a pot and like a whole like bowl of ramen sitting in my sink. You clean that up, but ouch. Yeah, no, I I I had I used a single fork today to eat some food, and then I went to put it in the dishwasher, and you said, "Oh, can you wash that off?" Yeah, and I was like, I, sure. I, I rinsed it off, and then he was like, Charlie apparently uses soap and water to clean his dishes, then puts them in the dishwasher. I'm one of those people. Which I is du- like a I double clean. Thing, which is double. Uh, it's a waste of water. I don't care about water. No, I know you don't, but compulsively I'd clean. I'd rather be clean not than odd, saved water. Not odd, just unique, interesting, and effective. 
All right. First part of the real show. Um, is Twitter actually back? All the way back. Because I would say Twitter's yes. actually all the way back. But we live in a bubble, like our immediate surroundings, like Twitter is back for that. Like, like overall, you think in the entire country or in all places, like Twitter's back? Yeah, because like I feel like I follow people nationally. No, I know, but like, you know how we have we both yeah, have I guess established like we a follow local people who are active on exactly. Twitter. Exactly, we don't know we don't we don't see the people who aren't active on Twitter because they're not active on Twitter. But like my friends from home were like never active on Twitter. Exactly. So like I have nothing to like go off of. Like I don't know. I think it's back. I think it's coming back. I if hope it's, it's not back. already back. But I th- I don't know if we're. I don't know if it's all it's the way back yet. It's one of those things where like. If it is coming back, then, like, we have our foot in the door, and it's only going to propel us further. I mean, that's the plan. Maybe it is back. That was the plan all along. Maybe it is back, because I've gained, like, 10 followers in the last week. Finally got to 600. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Congrats on that. Thank you. Congrats on 600. Shouts to... Who was it? uh, Kyle Rico. Some fucking loser in my fraternity who doesn't listen to this podcast. Well, I sure hope not, because that'd be pretty mean if he did. Um... Next up, is Twitter a male-dominated platform? I say no. I think it is. I think you you just don't follow girls, Charlie. I do follow. Twitter is an echo chamber. I follow. You see what three times as many people as you follow. You see a lot of them are girls. Girls, other other than Michaela Oakland, who has a big voice on Twitter that's not a celebrity. Sarah Shower, not a celebrity. Okay. Correct. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. my point. Just kidding. Situate Twitter's got... Situate Twitter has, like, a few girls, but it's still um, mostly male-dominated. Gun Girl. Um, Would you say that Gun Girl is big on Twitter? Yes. She's... She's ironically big on Twitter, though. She is. Because f- Twitter is 90% liberal. We've discussed this. She's a... Ma- it's not. It's not. It's an echo chamber, Charlie. You can't claim to no. be woke, and you can't claim to be a know-it-all internet guy if you can't understand the simple fact... That we only see the parts of Twitter we we specifically select but to see. But I've already spoken to this. The conservative, like the conservative base, is majority boomers, and yes. boomers aren't on Twitter. The so, majority of the liberal base is younger, and so therefore they are on Twitter. It's not ninety percent though. We don't, Maybe it's not ninety percent, but you know what I mean. No, I, I it's think it's skewed. It's, a it's major- skewed. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying that's what it is. You have to be aware of it. But I think you. I think we live in an era and we, we are in a situation where that's what we see. Like, I've talked about it. Like, I see stuff that you don't see because the people I follow like interact with different stuff than the people you follow. Yeah, of course. And it's it's an echo chamber and we ha- you have to know that. So you can't make sweeping generalizations like Twitter is male-dominated because you refuse to follow Ariana Grande and the entire sect of Twitter of Ariana Grande stands. Okay, Mostly but female. But I'm saying, like, m- most of... My friends who are girls are not active on Twitter. Yes. Other than like retweets. Yeah. Like I follow maybe two or three girls out of the. There's no way for me to say that I know a bunch of girls without sounding terrible. <laughs> but like, <laughs> how I, many girls? I, pr- I presumably follow out of the 1,200 something people I'm following, I presumably follow 200 to 250 girls who I know. Yeah. Like personally, and I interact with three to five of them. Well, then out of the out on of a consistent basis, out of the that re- means that they're not on Twitter. Well, out of the remaining, whereas the guy population is much more active. Well, I don't know. I mean, think about 
out of the 950 guy people, male people you follow, how many of them are you like actual friends with? And then how many of them are actually active on Twitter? It's a small amount. Not that many people are actually that active on Twitter. And you have to know that. Yeah, but the the people who we interact with on a seemingly daily basis is 90% guys because we're guys. And that's But it's not like it's not like that. Like it's not like I follow No, I know, but that's I follow more guys than girls. No, I like I probably do but like not you're not gonna by a huge margin. When was I mean, other than other than Abby, when was the last time you interacted with a girl Twitter account, a female? That's Twitter? like the point I'm making. Like you don't. It's like you don't go out of your way to do it. Like as if no, but it, it's a mutual thing. It's like they're not tweeting other than retweets, so I have no reason to engage with them. However, I tweet a lot, and there's maybe two of them or three of them that engage with my tweets on a consistent basis. Well, you're not tweeting. You're not tweeting for that target market. You're tweeting for a different market. Your audience, you aren't taking that audience into account. Not really, because I'm tweeting to go microviral, and microviral includes girls. I don't think so. I think like most of my tweets are not whether you like it or not male oriented. Whether you like it or not, I feel like subconsciously you are skewing. I've, if we scroll through your tweets, I mean, I feel like most of them are male male oriented. Give me three examples. Um, Ariana Grande could fall asleep on the keyboard and get sixty five k retweets, three hundred thirty two. Thousand likes. How is that male oriented? It's because the majority of the the pop. If you had to break down who likes Ariana Grande, who doesn't like Ariana Grande, at the most generalized level, men don't like Ariana Grande, women like Ariana Grande. At the most basic level, it's but it's more. Eh, okay, fair. I'll, I'll gift you that one. I, I will. I'll gift you that one, even though it's not really that great of an example. Um, take the boy, them boys to school. Swagonometry, rap lyric. Girls don't listen to rap that. Girls do listen to rap. Not that often, not as much as you think. It's like, if you had to break it down on a generalized level, who listens to rap music, who doesn't? Boys, girls. Okay. Mountains are dope. So mountains are now, mountains are now a... I don't know. Mountains are only enjoyed by men? I don't know, you had another one here. Oh, uh, we'll, 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 we'll jump up to your outrageous tweet of the week. Um, just came at Palmetto Children's Hospital. <laughs> Male-oriented. Um, uh. Yet again. Um, you had one more here that I saw, but I didn't, I didn't say cause I forgot it. I've seen it all. This bitch done dressed up as a fucking fence fashion. You are making fun of fashion. No, that's a political tweet. I don't, I don't know. That's an anti-Trump tweet. That went over my head. She's wearing a, a wall themed dress. Oh, I didn't even read the with tweet a at MAGA all. purse. I didn't even, okay. Yeah. Okay. Agree. Agree. All right. Never mind then, I guess. I, I just think that if we're tr- I I would like for our audience to be aware of it and I don't know maybe go out and include girls maybe I think myself I do. included I do if, I do I tend to engage with all people on my Twitter feed like I don't I don't consciously not do it but it's we follow you don't people consci- you don't consciously not do it it just so happens that Twitter is a male dominated platform I don't think it's male dominated so you're platform. happening to engage with more men that's the point I'm making girls. I don't think so. If you why disagree, would a girl interact with our t- like they don't care? They generally we are dumb idiots who tweet dumb things. Why would a girl care? Girls are dumb idiots who tweet dumb things. We're all dumb. It doesn't change. I think we we don't put out the type of content that is relatable to a lot of girls. So we don't get we don't have followers that are girls. We don't see content 
I, I, I would disagree that the fact that Twitter is not a male-dominated platform. Let Definitely us know. Not. Let us know. Let us know what you think. All our male has fo- been misogynistic because he's not male- recognizing a gender problem. All male or is Charlie misogynistic for overgeneralizing his own Twitter following, failing failing to recognize the echo chamber theory, and making a sweeping generalization of the entire population based on a small bias sample size. You decide, folks. Our male-dominated following can tell us if, in fact. There is a f- if Twitter is a male dominated thing. We're gonna tweet it it's out. Called, We're gonna tweet a poll. What's that called? Something bias. Confirmation bias. Confirmation bias. That's what we're looking for here. Um, don't change when you look nice. We went to include this last time on the podcast, but we didn't. This was a Charlie segment, it's a, a Jack Pitney related segment. It's a theory I have. So if you say you have a meeting in the morning, you have to go and meet with. Your advisor. Yes. I, I tend to dress up when I go. I don't dress like I don't. I don't dress like dumb nice, but I'm not. I'm not wearing sweats when I go to see my advisor. When when I'm having a one on one meeting with adults, I try and Yeesh. look nice at least, wear a collared shirt. You know, I probably should, but like, I'm really on record at this point as being like, screwed the system. Like I'm just gonna do what I want. Okay, and like okay. nobody like like Sa- the- Savage Ben, whatever. Like it's not like I'll go. No, it's, it's not like I'm I'm bucking the system. It's like. I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, change the way I do things just because I have to meet. Like, they don't care. Okay, whatever. But yeah, go ahead. Different example, since you shit all over mine. If you have a job interview in the morning. You have a job interview at 9.30 in the morning, and you have class at noon. Don't change out of your nice clothes to go to class. Because wearing those nice clothes all day, whether you want to admit it or not, makes people have a higher uh what's the word impression of you mm-hmm. they they think better of you when you look nice and it also makes you feel more productive on the day yeah makes you feel more accomplished makes you get into one mm-hmm. so my yeah. theory is if i have even if i have let's say this job interview is at six and i have class all day i'll wear i'll wear my interview clothes to class i don't care i won't do that i don't care i will go out of my way to change for the most part that's what i'm saying don't do because you'll be more productive in the morning, you'll have better classes, and then you'll go to the interview, you'll look nice, you'll kill it, because you've had a productive day. I'm I'm all about, like, it's, I get the mindset thing. Yeah, we get it. Ben doesn't care about anything. No, that's not it. It's like, I can, I'd rather be comfortable for a whole day. If it, It's different. If I could, if I, I wouldn't go out of my way, like, make a concerted effort to go home and change, because, like, that's a concerted effort. But, like, if it was, like, time allowed for it, I wouldn't, like, just hang around. and be Okay, like, part number two. If you feel uncomfortable in nice clothes, maybe you're not wearing the right thing. I'm not saying you go out and buy like Peter Millar, but maybe that's just not the style you're going for or something like that. Maybe just find a different look that works for you and it's comfortable. So you're... Be comfortable in your own skin. Like objectively, like a a button-down shirt, a jacket, khakis, and loafers are less comfortable than a t-shirt, athletic shorts, and sneakers. Objectively. Yeah, sure. But not by that big of a margin to me. No, but, but I think it's enough. It's enough of a difference we're, that you notice all day. We are 20 years old. We've been roughly the same size for five years now, six years. Yeah. It's been enough time to where you can go out and find clothes that you like, look good, and are comfortable. Yeah, that's true, guys. We, we need to—2019 is going to be the year of setting up our wardrobe for the next 10 years. Folks, it really is because yeah. um, like I'm gonna go out and buy like six dress shirts. We are now with... whole ass adults, um, so we need to start buying clothes that fit. 
like my sh- like shoes. Remember how it was each year before you went to school, you got a new pair of shoes. It was like you grew a whole whole bunch this year, so you got new shoes, new stuff. Now your feet aren't getting bigger, so you can buy like two or three pairs of nice shoes and have them for like a while. You're not yeah. gonna outgrow them. Just don't get them dirty. Don't ruin them. But hey, if you get your shoes dirty and you can't clean them, then you're not. I actually washed my sneakers today. See? They're still pretty dirty, but like. Well, you didn't use the Charlie Miller method of cleaning sneakers. No, I didn't. We'll talk about that on the next episode. I'm not, I'm, so. I'm not, I'm not a tedious cleaner. Like, I threw them in the washing machine with some bleach and some laundry detergent. Um, what's next? Oh. We might need segment. We might need Jack Pitney to hop in on this one because Charlie and I will have similar answers. But would you hook up with a girl or a guy, I guess, for our female listeners, um, who had the same last name as you? Now, for Charlie and I, this is a little different. Because we have the most very common last names, very ever. common last names. But Jack Pitney, if you were to hypothetically end up hooking up with a girl and later finding out her name was like Claire Pitney, no, hook up with her. Like you find out, you find this out before you hook up with her. Yeah, even even yeah. Like you're going home with this girl and you're like, what, like Claire, what's your last name? Pitney. What do you think? One billion percent now. No, just like hundred percent. No, no. Just, there's, there's absolutely no way. Like that's not a very common last name. It's just like we're, we're probably related. Like I'm not it's even somehow. Gonna, I'm I, not I even wouldn't gonna, even take the chance. I'm not playing the odds. If yeah. that's fair. If that's I fair. was single, which I'm not. True. Sorry, I mean, ladies. yeah, it's a hypothetical. Sorry, ladies. He's hashtag taken. taken. But I, I think I would. Smith is a very common name. Um, I don't think I've ever hooked up with somebody with the same last name. That as would make mar- that, like. What if you married a girl with the same last name as you? Like, do you think it would be like more difficult or less difficult? Way less difficult. Like, do, would she still have to change her name? No. Because, like, marital status? No. What if her name was, like, what if her name Ooh, would dude. be, would her name be Claire Smith Smith? That's all an option. You don't, you don't have to. That'd be cool, though. It like, what, cool. what, what, like, what if she takes a maiden name? Like, hi, my name's Claire Smith Smith. I don't know. Do you have to, like, if you just say, like, I want to, I, I don't think you have to do anything. My name is Marissa Miller Miller. Ugh. Four M's. Double M. We rich forever. Better than three K's. I mean, yes, it is. Um, Jack Pitney, get back in here. We need you for this one, too. Um, who is the hottest character on Pitch Perfect? Jack Pitney, go first, and then Charlie, and then I'll go. Uh, I don't know her name, but in the first one, it's the super tall one, always wears the The heels. blonde one? Yeah, no, the whore. The, well, the, the one with red hair? No, like that's that's like how she's known. She's like the slut. Oh, the, the one with brown hair. Yeah, yeah. Who can't really sing very well. Like tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have used whore as the as the first. No, that's like, the that's first. like what they that's like what they say in the movie. They call her like a slut and a whore. Well, yeah, but she fucks a lot of dudes. She does. Interesting take, Charlie. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say, friend of the program, Skylar Simeon, friend of mine from high school who was in Pitch Perfect three. Whoa! I think. Congrats to Skylar. She's the hottest one in Pitch. Per- uh, no, Pitch Perfect one. We're just talking Pitch Perfect one. Uh, it's got to be the main bitch. Anna Kendrick? For me. That's, yeah. There is a correct answer to this question. It is the girl with red hair who loses her I, voice. I haven't seen Pitch Perfect in a long time, but I'm still going Anna Kendrick because she can sing like no other. They can all sing. Nah, the girl with orange hair can sing. I forget I mean, her name. She can sing, but like they she can can't all sing. sing, sing. I don't think, I think Anna Kendrick is an actress because she can't sing. As, she, if she could sing really well, she'd be a singer. She wouldn't be an actress. You make way more money singing songs. Lady Gaga was a great actress. But she's Bradley a singer. Cooper, Bradley Cooper was a great singer. But he's a better actor than he is singer. And he's and Lady Gaga's a better singer than she is actress. And you can't tell me you tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, but they went down different paths. They worked on their trade. Yeah. Put them in reverse roles. I'm sure 
they could be equally as successful. I don't think Lady Gaga is nearly as good an act of an actor as Bradley Cooper is. And Bradley La- Cooper that was not- Lady Gaga's first movie. Bradley Cooper's been in 20. Overall. So? So, she's she, a, she's so a, she, had a, she had a year, maybe, to prepare. She was a good actress, but she's not a great actress. She shouldn't win a Grammy for that, or an Oscar for the, whatever did, it is. Though. Or will. She shouldn't. She should not. Lady Gaga should not win an Oscar for oh, that I performance. I don't yeah, but she he, probably maybe, will. Maybe not, but he should, for sure. Right? Don't you agree? I My biggest thing with the Oscars, and we'll do... When are the, when are the Oscars? Don't know. I don't know anything about reward shows. We might have to talk about that. But my biggest thing is that you shouldn't reward people for doing the same thing over and over again. So, like, Bradley Cooper's played that character before. Hundreds of times. That's his bread and butter character. Like, he didn't step okay. out... Okay. He didn't. He didn't take any risks. He didn't try something new... You know, that he, you know that he worked with a voice coach for like no, yeah. a year to like lower his voice three octaves. Yeah, but That's this is devotion. That is singing. That is not acting. So you would say that Christian Bale shouldn't win an award for The Machinist and The Dark Knight? Which what came first? The like, Machinist. The when machinist. he starved himself yeah. and lost 150 pounds and then by he did, eating yeah. tuna and an apple every day. And then he did something different. And then he the got yoked. Yeah, those are two different things. Oh, I see what you mean. I he see. What, okay, I thought you were saying like there should be. Bradley no... Cooper has played the okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the lovable with a dark past Southern guy for like fifteen years. Fair. That's that's a very easy character for him to play. That's not that far outside. Like when. Um, okay, but still, it was the best performance of the year. Who are you going to give it to? How many movies have you seen? I haven't seen enough movies to I, say. I watch a lot of movies. I haven't seen enough new movies to definitively say that's the best. That was. That was one of the best movies I've seen in three years. Are you letting your emotions no. and feelings about the no. movie? Oh well, I would disagree. I don't. I don't have enough information to say it. I'm not going to just hand it to Bradley Cooper because of that one role. I think it was a combination of the writing and his acting that portrayed the addiction so well. I think it was a great story. Um, I don't think the addiction. Like I don't. I don't think that that was like. A great plot story. I think it was very emotional driven and was able to connect with you that way. I don't think... I will say that the plot wasn't incredible, but the acting made up for it. I don't think... I don't think the acting was outstanding in that movie. Neither of them played a character that wasn't... That was like outside who they are. It's like Lady Gaga was an up and coming... Yeah, Lady Gaga like played herself. Lady Lady Gaga was an up and coming singer, songwriter, who... What she was. And Bradley Cooper was... Like I said, Southern, famous, already famous guy with a dark past. I mean, I don't know that much about Bradley Cooper, but that's not that much of a show. Like, that's not difficult. Oh, okay, that's but, not, it, but it, I was, wasn't, it wasn't insane acting. Like, it wasn't like the it, acting made a difference. The, the music, the first, over... First the, of all, disagree. Acting was great. I Good, thought, not great. I thought the acting was incredible. And, I, and, like, most people agree with me. And, but I... If you take the music I think it, out of that I think movie. it was the best movie of the year... And both of them did an incredible job in the movie, and because it was the best movie of the year, and they did it really well, they should win awards. You shouldn't... That's like saying the Patriots won the Super Bowl, so Tom Brady should win the MVP. MVP. Bill yes. Belichick should win Coach yes. of the Year. Like, yeah, okay. I. That's what I think. That's Changed I mean, my mind. That's a, that's a fine way to think, but that's like... He, just because they were the best team doesn't mean they have the best quarterback and the best defensive without, player. Without Tom Brady and, the and Bill coach. Belichick, would they have won a Super Bowl? No, no, I know. But, okay. So, by definition, they're most valuable. Yeah. Best coach of the year, best player of the year. But they didn't win best coach. They didn't win it. He didn't win MVP. 
He's not going offensive player of the year. Bill Belichick's not going to win coach of the year. Because Gilmore's not going to win defensive. Like the because, they're follow, because they're following your mindset. Which is what everybody else follows. Okay. So, yeah. So, just because I, I'm you were... Only, I'm speaking on my mindset, not on which mindset is correct, because that is subjective. Okay, well, you it is subjective that you think Bradley Cooper should win Best Actor and Lady Gaga should win Best Actress. Not objective. Yes. I think that that is not the case. Acting wasn't outstanding without I don't the music. That, I don't think this is a, a realm where you can use the word objective. I think it is objective. Well, no, it's, it's all subjective. It's all subjective. It's all subjective. But so you cannot say you objectively cannot, they should not win. You cannot subjectively, say Subjectively, they sh- Objectively, you can't say that just because they're in the best movie means they were the best. And I can, you're correct. I, sh- I cannot objectively say that. However, I can subjectively say that. Imagine not being a native English speaker and trying to listen to what we just said. A lot of people don't, a lot of people won't have followed that. Should we talk about the difference between subjective? Okay, so subjective means it's up to your own personal interpretation. It's opinion. It's opinion. Objective means like that it's is, fact. that it is, that is a fact. So that's what that all means. So Charlie's argument. Wait, oh, wait, let's confuse them even more. Oh, no. Let's talk about scientific theories. And how they are not. No, we don't need to get into theories. We can do a whole. But, we have a but scientific theories are proven, which is kind of like the opposite of everything else. But where a you're scientific like, yeah, I have a theory, theory, which in non-science terms, if you say you have a theory, it means that you have no, a hypothesis. But, but a scientific theory isn't is a, a scientific theory is gravity because it has been proven. No, that's not it. Scientific it, theory nope, means it it's correct. continually being reevaluated and upgraded. There's no, no, no there's that's thing not is true. Science, there's no facts in science, only theories, because what we, what we, for a while, Charlie, a scientific theory, a scientific fact was the sun revolved around the earth. That was a fact for a long time. And it was proven untrue. We do not have objective proof of anything in this life at all. We could be dreaming. This could be real. This could not be real. It's a simulation. Nothing matters. Nothing's real. It is all a theory. Nothing is objectively true at all. So we went from who's the hottest girl on Pitch Perfect to talking about scientific theories. Gravity. Welcome to Down in the DMs. Welcome to Down in the DMs. Next up, um, I put out a poll today on Twitter. I forgot my glasses this morning, only had my prescription sunglasses. And I wanted to know if I should wear them in class and be labeled as a capital D douchebag for wearing sunglasses during class or not and suffer. Uh, As somebody who has poor eyesight, and I suffered, I chose to suffer. I sat you. in the front of the class. Builds character. For the classes that I needed to, but the most of them I, or one of them I didn't pay attention because it was my big, le- it was my big marketing lecture. I didn't, I didn't, that, that's basic stuff. Like, come on. I know all that stuff. We I were read born the, into marketing. I read the chapter. And then I sat in the front for my other, other three classes. So, I mean, it worked out, but I'm going to look at the poll real quick. I think, I forget what I we, think yes one. I think, I think I people's. Think, I think people said you should have worn your glasses. Oh, no. Okay. So the que- the phrasing on the question was, forgot my glasses, and I don't have time to go back. I have four classes today. Is it douchey if I wear my prescription sunglasses to see during class? With, As of right now, yes is the winner with 51%. That's too close. It is very close to That's call. That's too close. What I'm, what I'm assuming is... In no circumstance should you wear your prescription sunglasses indoors. I don't think so either. When it is raining outside. I mean, if you can't see... Nighttime. If you can't see, like, that's the thing, because I can't see. If I sat in my regular seat, I wouldn't be able to see the board. Correct. So I think this is split between glasses wearers and non-glasses wearers. Because if you're a glasses wearer and you understand the struggle of not having your glasses, not being able to see, you're like, yeah, fuck it. Screw the screw the stigma. 
Just wear the glasses and see. Okay, but I am a glasses wearer, and I am saying oh, I right now that you don't want to. You don't want to be the guy on somebody's snap story. I'm gonna go label, there, Charlie. It's always sunny in Doucheville. I'm gonna go there, Charlie, and you might get mad at this, but I don't think your vision is poor enough where you actually can't is is detrimental to not have your glasses on. Detrimental? No. To the point where if I sit in Darla 101. More than like three rows from the middle, like you know how there's like the bottom section, the top section. If I sit more than three rows back from the board, from the from the stage, I cannot read the board. Period. That's the that's the extent of my vision. Like I cannot read that in the auditorium. In the auditorium, I cannot read that. Okay. So that's how detrimental what, not having what glasses is. What is your what is your vision? I don't know. No idea. I think mine is forty twenty. That doesn't make sense. Twenty is the highest. That's no. Sh- that means that. From oh, something you'd be able, oh, no, be able to see. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's ten twenty. I don't know how the. I don't know how it works. It's it's some reading where it's like. I don't know how from it ten. From, Let's ask our scientists. Allow it to the scientist. You have to be how ten feet away. I think that's what it is. You have to be ten feet away to see something that no. as well as somebody with normal vision can see from twenty feet. Yeah, away. yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Both my eyes are both like. I think it's like nine and twelve. It's like not great like yeah I'm mine are different too so like i can't really i can't really see my left like my left prescription is much stronger than my right one so i didn't wear my glasses i have a double at all today um i bore the consequences of it i will not forget my glasses again it was actually the first time all year all school year since Whoa. september i had forgotten my glasses to class very educational so um yeah and last up you have a steadfast policy of no jeweling in the bathroom we are out of high school folks you can jewel wherever you want that is correct. Don't However, t- I do not jewel in the bathroom, and would you like to know why? Yes. This goes back to me being compulsively clean. Ooh, yeah. I do not want pee-pee and poo-poo dust on my jewel. Do you text? Yes. Do I lick my phone? No. Do you touch your hands and then rub your nose? Do I wash my hands or purell my hands when I leave the bathroom? Do you purell your phone? Do you then leave the bathroom, take your phone out, touch your phone, then wipe your nose? And or mouth? I didn't follow that. You take your phone out while peeing or pooping. You get pee-pee, poo-poo dust on your phone. You wash your hands. Clean pee-pee, poo-poo dust off your hands. Walk out of the bathroom. Take the phone out of your pocket, which does still have pee-pee, poo-poo dust on it. Use that. Get it on your hands. Then wipe your nose, ears, mouth, and face. Yes. That is a... That is, those are levels that I'm willing to accept. But a jewel, no thanks. A jewel is something that I will directly put in my mouth. Would you eat an ice cream cone or eat a lollipop in the bathroom while you're going pee-pee or poo-poo? Yes, I'm on record as not caring about that. See, to me, that's just not going to fly. Yeah, I know. We're different people in that sense, but I I will eat, drink. This is Charlie's steadfast policy of jeweling in the bathroom. Yeah, that's you. That's... I mean, I'm no jeweling in the bathroom just because, like, hey, like, we're not in high school anymore. You don't have to hide it. Just jewel wherever the hell you want, dude. Like, no one's going to be like, hey, stop jeweling. Especially in a public bathroom, I do not want other people's pee-pee, poo-poo dust on my jewel. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, in general, just like, that's just annoying. It's like, why would you jewel in the, like, why? It's a hype beast move to go to the bathroom to jewel. Like, don't, like, I mean, don't jewel in class. That's disrespectful. You're distracting your, your, your classmates. Unless you're in the auditorium. Definitely jewel in the auditorium because it's kind of funny to well, be if disrespectful. You're not, it's not funny to be disrespectful, Charlie. 
Yeah, it is. Someone's someone's taking time out of their day to teach you something, and you're just vaping in yeah, their face. Yeah, you, you think that fucking Shannon McCutcheon teaching 400 people in a, an accounting 225 class is taking time out of her day? Yeah, I think she is. She's quite literally, by definition, taking time I out th- of her day to teach. I, I don't think, think she'll. She might not notice. But I think if she, she did. Go, she'd be like, hey. I think she can go fuck herself. I think she. I, I want her to notice. I mean, that's kind of mean. She's a nice woman. I genuinely like Shannon McCutcheon. She was a shit teacher. She I had to taught teach. My, it. I had to teach myself she, the entire class. She taught a four hundred person lecture, just like you said. You know how hard it is to teach that. Listen, here's my thing: the people who teach the four hundred person lectures should be the absolute best professors in the school. Disagree. Because you're wrong. That's those are mutually exclusive things. Like you can't effectively teach a class of four hundred students. You can't do it. You so, are you are m- more much more effective teaching a small group than you are a big group. Of course. So why that's why you should be a better professor who is more equipped. The better professors have more seniority, have better tenure, they get to decide what classes they teach. If you're a professor, if you're a really professor, why would you choose to teach a four hundred person lecture? If you are a business school, why would you make every single one of your students sit through a class where you know they have to take it and you know that the professor is not very good? I don't think she's not a, I would think she's a, she's a good professor. I think they're all good professors. I mean, their requirements, they know students won't pay attention. They know students will figure out a way to do it themselves. I mean, that's part of college is like figuring out how to do it on your own. Um, it's just like they're catch-all classes. It's like they don't they don't need a great professor to teach you accounting because it's fucking accounting. It's like accounting. That's it, bro. It's like if you don't know accounting, you're dumb. If you can't figure it out on your own, you're dumb. So you don't need a great professor to teach managerial accounting, cost sheets, income sheets, balance sheets. You don't need that. You don't need the greatest professor ever to tell you that assets equal liabilities plus stockholder equity. Okay, but think you about You don't it, need that. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. That professor has direct reach. Mm-hmm. To 400 students at one time, and how many of them are paying attention? In a 400 person lecture, theoretically, all of them. Theoretically, if if I am the director of the Darlemore Business School, theoretically, all 400 of those students are paying attention. She has a direct line to all 400 of those students. Mm-hmm. Why would you not want the best line to all 400 of those students? Because the. She, you said it yourself. Yeah. She's going to be more successful in a classroom of 20 people than she yeah. is 400. Yeah. But she doesn't choose to so teach that class. Best, so the best professor would have the best chance at teaching that 400-person class. It's true. But the best... Okay, so... That is a fundamental class yeah. that all other business classes are based around. Yeah. That is arguably one of the most important classes that you take in college. Yet you have a shitty professor teaching it. Because it's not a very, Why? it's not a complex class. That is not a complex class. That is not a higher level class. Like, like, you don't need a good professor to teach you accounting. You and I don't need a good professor to yeah. teach accounting. Correct. Some people do. Well, then they shouldn't, they should take, bet. they should pay more attention. They should actively listen. Because she is a great teacher. She, if you don't think she teaches the class effectively, then you didn't pay attention in class. I got a 98 in that class and yeah. didn't pay attention for one second. I know, because you don't need to pay attention, Charlie. But some people do. Some people fail that class. Because they don't pay attention. I don't think there's anybody who paid attention every day, took notes, did the homework, tried to pass that class to the best of their ability, didn't just phone it in and scramble last second who failed the class. I genuinely can look you in the face and say there's not one person who tried and took that class seriously who failed it. Zero percent chance. 
because it's accounting and it's pretty straightforward. You don't need Albert Einstein to teach you chemistry because everybody can teach chemistry. Everybody, it's simple enough to understand. Albert Einstein is a physicist. I know. I messed it up. Okay. But you know what I mean? You don't need the highest level guy to teach the entry level class. That's, that's pointless. I just tend to disagree. And from that standpoint. Well, then you could get up to a more complex. So switch it. Switch it. Have Dr. J teach that class. And then you have Shannon McCutcheon teaching business communication. Okay. So she's going to have a better time in that class. She's going to do a better job in that class than she would in the class of 400. And Dr. J is going to do a better job than she would have done in that class of 400. Yeah, but not everybody's going to pay. T- you have to think about it from a theoretical You have to think standpoint. about it from a median standpoint, Ben. I don't the think median it's, it's not worth it. Because his he costs more. He makes more money than McCutcheon does. So you want him to get the most value, or he wants to get the most value out of his time. And how are you not going to get the most value out of his time by teaching 400 students at once? Because accounting... the definition of getting the most value out of his time. Because accounting is a mundane, boring, uncomplex course, and the majority of the students in that room are not paying attention and do not want to be there and are not actively engaged. And as a teacher, they know that, and they're like, I'm not going to teach that shit. Have, have a... Have a, have a, okay, but that's their job to make it engaging, to make it interesting, to make them learn the material. Well, I would argue. How are you going to make accounting? How I, would you make accounting? I would argue that a professor who is really good at their job can stand up in, in front of those 400 people and have them engaged more so than Shannon McCutcheon can. I don't I think it's a trade off because you can't you lose trying to trying to engage every single person, every single class. You, it's it's just impossible. There's no way you can tailor the class specifically to each person to keep them engaged. That's it's, not what you have to do. You just have to be more fucking interesting than Shannon McCutcheon, which my dead grandmother can be. I don't think it's accounting. You're reading. It's like you you're expecting too much from your 100 level accounting class. I'm expecting I'm expecting too much from the school that people pay a lot of money to go to. I mean, you're making a lot of fair points. It's like I'm I'm just. I generally, I just disagree. I genuinely feel like I'm poning you in this argument. I think you are as well. Like I, you're making points and you're, like you're convincing me otherwise. Like I don't have time. See, sometimes this happens. Like, folks. like yeah. Like I mean, I'm not, I'm not ready to admit. Like there's a re. Like if that was, if you were right and that was the case, the best professors would be teaching the, those classes, and they're not. And there's a reason that I can't think of why they're not. It's fair. But th- there, there is. I'd like to see how a better school does it. We are the best business school in South Carolina. Okay. So it's, it's it's like a rising tide raises all boats. Like they just have better professors in general at Yale or Harvard or whatever. So their lower tier professors are still like super high tier. Like their like entry level professors are still super knowledgeable high tier professors. But just like the Yeah, but they're, I'm, they're, I'm I'm wondering if they don't put their best guy into the entry level classes. I don't think they would. Like I don't think anybody But we don't know that. But we don't know like, that. Not, that. That like I don't know either. That's yeah. why like I'm wondering what they do. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, if I ran, me, if, you, your point makes sense. Is if that, I ran a business school, that's how I would do it. I feel like that's, but that feels like it's counterproductive because you want the best minds. You want to specialize. Like that's not a specialization thing. Like the professors want to specialize. Exactly. So the t- but that's not the director of the business school's job. Their job is not to worry about what a professor wants to do. They're they're worried about the student and. Uh, Accounting 225 is one of the most failed classes in this entire school. Because people don't pay attention in it. So it's pretty okay, boring. Okay, whatever. But have you ever thought about 
maybe they don't pay attention because the professor isn't engaging. I don't think so because I've had multiple professors in that classroom and every single time it's been like, this is a 400-person lecture. This is somebody talking at me with about the PowerPoint. It's not engaging at all, no matter who's talking. I went to the international business presentation there. It was um, spring semester last year. It was before I didn't get into IB. Um, it was the head of international business, arguably the most knowledgeable, best professor in, in all of Delamore, the head of the international business track. And he was not engaging. I didn't care. I didn't pay attention. You know, he's probably a research guy, right? He probably doesn't teach any classes. I think he does. No, it's the guy you had for the German guy. The guy, whoever you had, you, you've talked about him before. You were, whoever you had for IBUS 310. It's that guy. That guy? Yeah. Really? He's the head? Oh, yeah. You sent me a picture of him. I was like, yeah, that's the guy. Interesting. So I thought his class was pretty engaging. No, I'm I know. Sur- but, I'm surprised he didn't perform well. I know, but in a, in a 400-person lecture, no matter who's teaching. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure there are, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll meet in the middle. I'm sure there are professors who are better cut out to teach that class yeah. at, to 400 people than, they, than other professors. There, there's some professors who would do well in that environment, and I think that it's the job of the business school to find that match and put them in that, in that place where they can impact students best. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's got to be some sort of thinking behind it, but I don't think that the best professors, like, it, in, in, in the perfect world, like, they're all best professors and they all work, but I guess that's just not the case. So okay. I guess I guess we'll wrap it up here. I, I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about business professors for the last 15 <laughs> There's minutes. There's one specific school we go to. Um, hopefully you can apply it to your real life or to your own experience. Tell us what you think about your school. Yeah. I mean, how does your school do it? Do you have, I mean, do they have higher level professors teaching entry level classes? Let us know. We'd like to know because they don't do it here or maybe they do. We just don't know it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Ben tweets on Instagram at Ben dot 19 find the podcast on both Instagram and Twitter at downer pod. Make sure you're uh, following us on iTunes, subscribing, rating it, leaving a nice review for us. Charlie, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at similar one, one, two, three on everything. That's Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Venmo, Xbox live, Google plus Uber. We still haven't found out if you can add people on Uber. We haven't figured that out but- yet. If you can, add me on Uber. Maybe I'll buy you a free ride. A free ride? Also, Venmo request me. I might fuck around and accept it. Huh. All right. Cool. We'll see you guys on Monday morning. Peace.